Welcome to At The Lodge Masonic Podcast. All of the opinions in this podcast are ours and ours alone. We do not speak for any lodge or for any grand lodge. Thank you for listening. Welcome to At The Lodge Masonic Podcast. I am... Worshipful brother Logan Embry, and I'm brother Bruce Maxwell, past master of Livermore Lodge Number One Eight Six, current sitting secretary. Now you got onto me earlier because I didn't say worshipful. Well, does it does worshipful still apply after you're out of the state? I, I don't know. If somebody's listening to this and they know that answer, please reach out to us. Let us know because uh, we know every jurisdiction is different. We're trying to figure out the terminology uh, on our jurisdiction here in Kentucky. A lot of that seems to be up in the air on some stuff, but we're just curious. We know uh, we know right worshipful doesn't apply until elected grand officer. Uh, we're just curious about where worshipful comes into play. Anyways, we, we've got a couple of little topics to, to kind of hit today. Uh, I think we're going with misconceptions of Freemasonry. And uh, what's what's the first misconception there? Well, this one's a hot button item from your last podcast. Yeah, Freemasonry is a secret society. It, no, <laughs> it is not a secret society. And and fine, I'll say we're a society. I'm not even gonna throw the secrets part in there. Like, who cares about secrets, man? Everybody has secrets. Like you said, KFC's got secrets. Dr. Pepper will not tell you what the 23 flavors are in their beverage. I bet one of them's ketchup. It might be. It's <laughs> nectar of the gods. Oh, so, yeah, that's a pretty easy one. Almost everything that we do in this lodge is wide open to the public. Modes of recognition is not. Portions of the, the greetings are not. And they're not due to trying to have an experience for the new folks coming in to the craft. Yeah, it's, it's all out a, there. It's not it's, a malicious secret. It's everything that's a secret in masonry other than the feelings in your soul or if you go through the degrees is wide open on the internet. I'm not telling you where it's at. It's just there. Uh, peruse at your own dismay. It's really not that interesting. You get into it, it's the experience, the feelings, the emotions that you go through as you're doing it, and it's brand new to you. And if you go through it and you do a ton of research and you figure it all out before you ever come in, it's going to be a huge letdown. It really is. I was super tempted to do that myself, and I held back, and I'm so thankful that I did. It would have absolutely ruined everything. Um, but, yeah, it's... That's it, and it's not yeah, it's illegal it's, to it's, know it's it. It's spoilers, right? Just like today, I'm I'm looking around on TikTok, and I see a thing of Amanda worrying. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to see what's going to happen before it happens. But before I get to watch the whole thing, before I get to experience for myself, you don't want to you don't want to spoil it. You don't want to ruin it for a candidate coming in. You know, I mean, I've talked to my wife about a few things. Now I haven't told her any of the words or shown her any of the signs or modes of recognition or any of that. I, I haven't broken any of that stuff, but 
we, we've discussed some of the other stuff that goes on and, uh, you know, that, that's fine. She's, she, she won't get to experience it. Uh, so I'm not ruining anything for her, but, uh, you know, I, I, I tell the candidates coming through, just like you said, like, just try, do your best. It's so easy. Just ask Jeeves, man. Just get on there. There's a million things on the internet that you could find. And not even just the internet. Libraries everywhere. It's everywhere. If you just look, you'll find it. The biggest thing is not ruining it. Like you said, not ruining it for that candidate. For that newly obligated brother coming through the degrees to get that experience. And, and that experience, in my opinion, is what helps build the fraternity, the brotherhood feel of it, uh, which is the biggest part of it, in my opinion. I mean, it's, it's the brotherhood. We are a fraternity. So I like using that term, fraternity, more than society. And definitely not a society with secrets. God. We got to get away from saying that, guys. It just, it, it's like, I'm not bald. I just shaved my head. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, I mean, there's also people that don't like certain symbols, too, and they have that opinion, and we live with that, and yeah. you can live with the other one. It, it's not a horrible I, thing. I, man, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to ever single-handedly change anything, and that's fine, and, and that's a great part about Freemasonry is I can have my opinion... And all the other brothers in the whole world can have their opinions, but we'll still come together and do what we do, and that is to help make our community and then change our world a better place. It just takes one brother doing something that makes his life better that rolls down. Masonry for me has made myself better, which has made me a better husband, a better father, better Christian in my case and it's rolled down and that goes on out it's like the old story of somebody coming home mad and they kicked their dog the dog didn't have nothing to do with them being mad it just was a side effect of a negative experience that went down and got completely out of control it can go just as easily in the other direction you come home in a good mood uh, you bring home a present for your wife. She leaves in a good mood. And she does something nice for somebody else who gets them in a good mood and does something nice for somebody else. The small acts can do so much. But we're getting way off topic with the secret society, so let's move on to the next yeah. misconception. Biggest, biggest <clears throat> takeaway here, we're not a secret society. We're a fraternity. So, misconception number two. Number two. Freemasonry is a religion. Big negative. Big negative. Uh, on St. John's night, we had a preacher up here, gave a wonderful education and talk on St. John the Evangelist. Uh, and he was kind of confused. Well, how can you do, how can you pray? And da, da, da. When we say a prayer, when we say God, I'm not telling people they have to be praying in their soul, in their mind, Yahweh. I'm praying to Yahweh. I don't know who they're praying to. And that's okay. It's not our job to save people's souls. It's just our job 
to give men the opportunity to better themselves. The thing that really comes in here is that Freemasonry does require that its members believe in a higher power or supreme being. And that requirement is meant to ensure that its members share a belief in the existence of a divine being, but it doesn't dictate how that belief should be expressed, just that it should exist. It means that whenever you are obligated, you're obligating yourself on something more than just your word. So it's a tighter bond. An atheist can't be a Freemason, but a Buddhist, a Jew, a Christian, a Muslim, and there's several other world religions that can all be Freemasons, and we can all get along. I was at Lodge about two months ago, and I was sitting at a table and having a rather good conversation, and one of the brothers I was sitting there talking to was a Jewish brother, another was a Muslim brother, so you had a Jew, Muslim, and a Christian all sitting at a table. Sounds like a bad joke. And we were having a great conversation. Yeah. And we were all getting along. And religion was not getting in the way of the positivity that we were putting out into the world. Because we were working towards a greater good for that community that we were in. And it's great to have your religion. It's great to have such a firm belief in it that you want to share that with others. But to take that to the point of infighting and not being able to have a positive influence on the world I think that becomes a problem and we let too much stuff get in the way of being a positive effect on others around us yep uh, also another thing I know a lot of people have a problem with to refer to the religion side is is uh, people you know you take an oath to God no we do not take an oath to God for one we take an oath in the presence of Almighty God. And we ask God to help us maintain our promise. But we do not take an oath or an obligation to God. I think a lot of people get that misconception as well. Uh, but, you know, it's another thing people, people make a big stance about is, is the oath or the obligations... And, uh, I mean, if, if you've downloaded Facebook and clicked agree, you just, you just made an agreement or an obligation to follow their rules. If, if you did anything, anytime you download a, oh, I want to put this cool little thing on my phone, this, this little game, and it says, do you accept the terms? Yes. Then you're making an obligation. You're, you're accepting the terms. You're making an agreement. That's all it is. But no, we do not make it to God. We make it in the presence of God, and we ask God for help in maintaining our... Uh, in maintaining it. Sorry. You think we got that covered well enough? I, I do, but... I think so. All right, let's go on to misconception number three, and I've even got a definition to go with this one just uh -oh. to help that one out. Webster's back. Yep, so Freemasonry is a cult. So, this one's real simple. It's the definition alone helps rule this one out completely. A cult is typically defined as a group that is manipulative, controlling, and isolates its members from society. Yeah, we do the exact opposite. We, we push, we try to push our members into society. Uh, 
We, we, you know, I mean, obviously, we don't want to, like, if somebody doesn't like being out in the face of public or something, I mean, we're not going to force them to, but uh, as far as we, we try to be in our community up front and doing works and to make everything, you know, to do to him to better the community. I'm sorry, I'm having a problem with words tonight. We're definitely not manipulative or controlling. It's live your own life and do it to the betterment. Yeah, I mean, by, by accepting men of all race and all creeds Creeds. and all religion, I mean, well, all religion with the belief in a supreme being and an afterlife. Uh, I mean, in doing that, we're we're allowing everyone to live their own life. Uh, We still support, we still support them as long as they hold true to, to the promises that they've made. And if at any point you choose, you don't want to be a part of it. You just walk away, and there's absolutely no repercussions whatsoever. So. No, you just call secretary, say, hey, secretary, I want to demit my lodge. And they say, okay, no problem. I'm going to send you a piece of paper. You fill it out. You send it back. And that's it. Done deal. Bada boom, bada bing. So next one is misconception-ish. True in some senses and not in others. Let's have it. What we got? Freemasonry is only for men. Okay. So this is a fun subject. We talked about this yesterday uh, when we were talking about the topics to discuss. So as a broad term to say Freemasonry is only for men, uh, I'll put it this way. The Grand Lodge of Kentucky Free and Accepted Masons is only for men 18 years of age and older with a belief in the supreme being and eternal life. To say that there are not women who claim the title of Freemason, I can't say that. There is a... I don't know their proper term, but in in England, there's a Grand Lodge of only women. Oddly enough, they still call each other brother. Uh, They they use all the same titles and all the same regalia. uh, I don't don't think the Grand Lodge of England has accepted them, per se. Uh, I think they're still clandestine to the Grand Lodge, but I know they do events together. Uh, it's kind of odd. I saw that on a documentary, on uh, that Netflix documentary that Grand Lodge of England put out. Beyond 33? No. It's a different one. It was on uh, Netflix. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't remember the name of that one. But uh, but they put out, the Grand Lodge of England put out a documentary, and it had them like working a college fair booth with... I, I'm sorry. I don't... The Lady Freemasons. I don't know their proper term. There's also co-masonry in the United States. Uh, it's I don't know if it's in Kentucky. I don't think it is. I don't it's mainly it is. like Wyoming and kind of Middle America, I think. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, international Freemasonry, which allows women. Which I don't know if any of that is. Uh, All of that part is of clandestine. It 
to the Grand Lodge of Kentucky. But to the best of my knowledge. To, yeah, as far as I, I've ever seen. But then you got the other side of that thing that while they're not uh Freemasonry itself in Kentucky is not for women. There are Masonic affiliated organizations like the Eastern Star yes. that is a co ed Masonic organization. Then you have like the Daughters of the Nile that is a women's only offshoot of the Shrine, which requires uh, some sort of Masonic affiliation there. And then you got the um, youth groups like Job's Daughters and Rainbow Girls, which are Masonically affiliated for yes. females. So, yeah, but they don't require any Masonic affiliation to my knowledge. I think any I think any girl can join those yeah. organizations. Uh, and then, yeah, to, to be... Uh, there's also... Oh, man, what is it? The White Nile... The White Shrine of Jerusalem in Kentucky, I think is what it's called. It's the, the White Shrine... I think women are allowed in it, or there's a sub shoot of that that women are allowed in. I, I can't remember. That's that's one of the. There's like only one charter, and I think it's like up in Lexington, Louisville area. Uh, but to be in for for a woman to join the Eastern Star, uh, she must have a Masonic affiliation, whether that is brother-in-law, husband. Father, father-in-law, uncle, cousin—it's kind of a vague one, but it's there. Uh, and then daughters of the Nile—I believe it has to have a Shriner affiliation, which obviously to be a Shriner you have to be a Mason, so it's still a Masonic affiliation. Uh, but there's just another step up, I think. Uh, I believe there is a requirement for the uh, Shrine affiliation as well. And then in some places, not in Kentucky, there is a a ladies shrine. I think it's called like the Ladies Order of Shriners America or something. I, I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering that, but I know there's it's it's called like Ladies Shrine um, in some in some jurisdictions in some states. Uh, there's there's that. All right, let's head on to the last misconception I've got for the night. Freemasonry is a political organization. In in what sense? It, it, it can be political within its own right. Everything can be political within its own right, though. Anytime that you like, have... Like uh, government politics. Uh, no, no, I, I wouldn't say so. Uh, the fact that there have been presidents and other government officials that have been Freemasons doesn't mean that Freemasonry is a government body or, or not, well, obviously not a government body, but, you know, like a... Controlling the government? Yeah. No, we're, we're not like the Grand Master Puppeteers over here ruling everything. Uh, I mean, I always use this as an example. Bruce and I were going to Lodge. We were going to visit uh, Friedland Lodge one night. Bruce's wife was coming over to my house to have supper with my wife while we went to lodge. So Bruce's wife shows up, and I said, well, where's Bruce at? He goes, oh, well, he was waiting on you to come get him. I said, oh. So I called him, 
And uh, we decided real quick that there's no way Freemasons could rule the world if we can't even figure out who's picking who up to go to visit a lodge. True story. Uh, in an overarching sense, Masonry does not endorse any political party or ideology. That's free to each member to choose for himself. Yep. Personally, I'm a libertarian. I know lots of brothers that are Democrats, lots that are Republicans. I don't know that many libertarian brothers yet, but if you're out there, hit me up. I'd love to talk how everything's a conspiracy from the government with you. I'm all for it. Um, Tenfold hat club. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit of everybody in, in, in Freemasonry, uh, religions, political parties. Yeah, no, we're, we're not a political body. We, we don't churn out politicians. Uh, but, yes, Freemasonry can be political within its own body. Uh, it can very much be political. You know, there's positions that people run for in a, in a state election, things like that. Yeah, it, it can get very political. Uh, At the same time, there's several politicians that could learn a thing or two from studying a little bit of Masonic codes of conduct, and uh, they could better themselves on that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even this podcast, there's a little bit of a political stance because uh, I bite my tongue on saying some things uh, certain ways because I don't want to offend people who you know, I think are good brothers, and sometimes my opinion may come off very harsh. Uh, so there's a little bit of that aspect to it, making sure, you know, trying not to step on any toes, but at the same time get my opinion across. Uh, but that's part of the compasses, right? Yeah, we gotta keep yeah. ourselves within due bounds. Yeah. And at the same time, it's a place where we can all come. We can share our opinions and know that well, I may not share your opinion, I can consider it and say that it has valor and purpose and not go, you need to be canceled for saying that. Yeah, we're not going to get started on that subject. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I guess in conclusion here tonight, there's several misconceptions that are out there. Be wary. Uh, and there's just so much misinformation that you got to wade through to get to the truth in everything in life that take a moment go find a source document read the words for yourselves make your own opinions and you'll be better off at the end of the day absolutely and uh if you have any other misconceptions that you can think of hit us up let us know let us know the topics that you've thought of, the misconceptions you've heard, and uh, you know, hey, maybe we'll have another episode where we talk about some more and, and kind of, I guess, debunk some of them or discuss them, rather. But uh, till then, this catch you next time. At the Lodge Podcast. Woohoo! We'll see you next time.